Blog Talk Radio.
we can talk about him. Yeah, we can talk about him all day and all night, but unless we are obedient fully unto his word, that that's all that is, is talk. God knows those that love him. God knows those that really want to obey him, those that are for him. Because he said, either you're for me or you're against me. Nothing in between. And we can make all the excuses we want. Lord, you know my heart, and that's the problem. God knows the very intent of our hearts. And a lot of us, what we're doing is we chasing money, anything to do with money, anything to do with materialistic stuff. But again, this morning, all of this is going to pass away. All of it is going to perish. Your house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy, one day it won't be. Your luxury cars, all the stuff that you're quartering and saving up and keeping, and that's going. There won't be a need for that no more. Spiritual is going to come into play. And if you're more materialistic, if you're more natural than spiritual, you won't be no more. How about that? So we got to put on these spiritual garments. We got to learn to walk in the spirit that we don't fulfill the lust of our flesh. So see, we interfere. Oh, I'm hurting. That's why you got so many beautiful people. I'm alone. Into them feelings, what I feel, what I feel, what people going to say about me. Look, if you do good, they're going to talk about you because people believe more negative than they do positive. You got to make up your own mind for you with your God. You and your God got to have a relationship. And you got to tell yourself, this God that I have, the true and living God, Jehovah, that have all power, that so loved me, he sent his only begotten son to suffer, to die for me, to conquer all and rise with all power. His blood covers everything. We got to tell ourselves, unless he has something to say, I'm not interested in what no one else has to say. He's got the last word on everything. And if I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, I'm obeying his word. I'm doing the best that I can to walk up right before him and to please him. Because if I walk up right before him and I please him, I'm automatically doing it unto man. Because he said to love, for God is love. Even got to love your enemies. But we are so concerned about what people are going to say. Some of us have got the wrong teachings. And we thriving and running on what was taught to us. But we got to get it direct from heaven, hot off the press, direct from God. Because there's a way that seems right to a man, generic term, man or woman. But the end thereof is destruction. We sleeping and think we wide awake. Because we watching the news. We watching this. We watching CNN. We we, we done saw these crazy movies. We done heard the talk. They talked about it at the church. Go to God for your information. Go to his word and see what's happening today. It's already happening. 
We're not paying attention. We're not paying attention. And we girding up on everything else but him. Everything else but his word. We storing this and we storing that. Some of us building like the man did. We building barns. We do. We're doing everything in the natural, but what about spiritual? I'd rather be covered more spiritual than natural. Because right before my very eyes, God can change everything. Apostle Paul taught me, hey, Barbara, listen, I want to show you a mystery. We all shall be changed in a twinkling of an eye. And if you think God can only do that at coming up to judgment, you're sadly mistaken. He can do it any time for you. Philip was out there with the Ethiopian eunuch, led the eunuch to the Lord, baptized him, and after that disappeared. Where is Philip? Where did he go? God got the power, but do you believe? Do you believe God? Do you trust God to keep you safe? And you wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in prayer and his word. You done took your eyes off the world and all this foolishness. Because if you're storing up for the world, then guess what happens? You of the world. If you plan it by the world's action, you are of the world. I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. Look, I've been giving food out this week and last week. I've been finding people that I feel could use food and I've been riding and dropping off and this and that. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. God is going to take care of his people. You can stop all your shenanigans, as they call it. He's going to take care of you if you love him, if he's in you and you're in him and you're obeying his word. You're not doing stuff out of duty because it feels good to you. It looks good. It sounds good. No, this is the will of God concerning me. This is what he will have me to do. Lewis say, pray for discernment because there's so much fake news. Now, if I got to pray for discernment, I, I, I'm going to have to leave it alone and trust God because I can discern his word. I don't have to really discern it. I have to believe it. Yeah, I have to believe his word. We're watching as well as praying, but I'm watching the scriptures. I'm watching what he said would come to pass. I'm watching what he said at the end time, these times, right now. I'm watching that. Things are changing so fast and look going to begin to change faster. I think two weeks ago I looked at something. And two weeks later I looked at the whole website. We got a new website. Everything is just changing so fast. What you knew about the internet last week, it done changed this week. I got a brand new computer, and, and I'm trying to figure, I'm like, what in the world? And it's like passwords. I, 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 I don't know if they're any good. If, ooh-wee. So what I'm going to do is pray. What I'm going to do is follow the instructions of the Lord, and then I'm just going to trust him straight out right, flat out right, trust God. He made me. He's going to provide for me that which he required me to do. He's going to bring it back to my attention more and more. If I miss it the first time, I promise you he know I missed it. And he know I didn't, I, I didn't mean to miss it. He's going to bring it back again. 
and keep bringing it until I see, oh, Lord, this you. I'm sorry, Lord. Please forgive me. Help me today. But see, we're so busy capturing the things of the world, we can't go back to God and see. We can't. We, I pray, I pray, I pray for his people. And you know, the flesh is something else now. Just because we saved and everything, it don't mean that that flesh won't wrap up. Some days that flesh be like, I'll be glad when God comes so he can show these people what I told them was the truth. I can't wait until you come back, Lord, so you can show them themselves and show them they wasn't who they thought they was. They really didn't have you the way they thought they had. They really didn't understand. Lord, forgive me for that. I have to repent. Lord, help me. I don't want to be a Peter. I don't want to cut ears off. I don't want to be a Peter and deny God by saying things against his people. They're struggling and doing the best that they can. I don't want to do that. Some people have dyslexia. They have learning disabilities. And then some people have been in places where they done taught them off-the-wall craziness. And this is what they believe. They done been caught up in the witchcraft, dressing their house, dressing themselves, burning candles, throwing uh, salt, all kind of foolishness. They've been caught up into this stuff. And now God trying to bring them out of it because they done found the truth. They're trying to come out. It's not that easy, and I know it. And I ask God to forgive me for the very wrong thoughts. Because sometimes you'd be like, my goodness, what is wrong? They, they haven't gotten there yet, Barbara. I'm still drawing them. Don't be so harsh against them. Because it was, see, you, you've been in some places. You had to do me like this. You had to trust me. I was really and truly all you had. There was no way you could have gotten through what you got through without me. You remember what you had to do to get there, to get here. These people, they 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 don't have it like that. They don't they don't uh uh-uh. uh. I need you to calm down. <laughs> and I think back. They're not against me. They're against you. Whatever they do that's not pleasing and acceptable unto you, it have nothing to do with me. It's about you. You made the heavens and the earth. You so love, Barbara ain't love nothing. You so love the world that you sent your only begotten son, that whoever believes not on Barbara, but on you will have everlasting life. Pray for the people. Pray for the people. If I hear your prayer about everything else, I hear your prayer for the people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's a faithful God. He's, right now, he's kind, loving, gracious, and merciful. He not only hears prayers, but he answers, even in this hour. He's not going to allow his people to be defeated. We, we're more than conquerors. Through Christ Jesus that loves us. We are the head and not the tail. Even in this hour with the world flipped upside down and everything changing so fast. And the devil is at work and he got his soldiers in place. And Antichrist is showing up more and more. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. We yet can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew 5 and 14. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, 
even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Amen. Strong meat. <laughs> but honey, to them that are full age. See, I, I'm, I'm full age. I can eat meat. Strong meat. I've been out here a while. In the spirit, my teeth are strong. I can chew as many times as I need to so that the food, the word of God, the spiritual things can digest correctly. But those that haven't gotten there yet, that, that's not what they can do. I don't. They can be 85 years old. They haven't gotten there yet. And God yet keeping them alive so they can get there. But when we turn everything loose and, and seek his face, when we let go, we can let God have his way in our lives. But we're too afraid of our feelings. We're too afraid of hurting. Yeah, we're too, we too afraid of hurting what we're going to feel, our lustfulness. I can't do this. I can't, we're too afraid to just suffer. But he said, if you suffer for his sake, you'll reign with him. And we think we got an understanding with him about sin. No, you don't. For the wages of sin is death. You can go to him with any excuse you want to. But the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. Now, that's his word. That's not Barbara. And I wanted to share this this morning because there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. I'm telling you the truth. God loves us all. But we need to give God more of us, more of our heart, more of our mind. I like laughing, having a good time, being relaxed. I do. And I get to do that every night being here lately. But that's not the big thing with me. The big thing with me is staying focused. Uh-huh. And when I tell you I got to pray more, I got to get in his word more, face more. Help somebody more. God love the cheerful giver. I got to give more. Hallelujah. And my giving is not in vain. Yeah, I'm not losing anything. I'm gaining. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you today, Father. Father God, we give you glory. We give you the honor and praise this morning. We thank you for waking us up closed in our right minds. Father, we thank you for the youth and activity of all our limbs. Thank you for life, health, and strength. We come bow down before you this morning, boldly before the throne of grace. Father, we come to make petitions known unto you. We come this morning, Father, asking that you would bless every caller and every listener. That, Father, you would give us uncommon wisdom in your word. Teach us how to pray more. Give us a spirit of prayer. Man ought to always pray and not faint. Pray without ceasing. Father, put the words of prayer unto you in our mouth. But, Father, we don't know what to pray for. But, God, we can pray as the Spirit leads and guide us. Help us today to 
have wisdom of your word. Father, before we touch the, your Bible, the word, God, help us to pray and trust you for understanding. And Lord, we are asking you that you would give us understanding, wisdom, and knowledge of your word, the way you want us to apply it to our everyday life, to walk upright before you, to do what's pleasing and acceptable unto you. Father, we ask it this morning in the name of Jesus. And Lord, help us not to walk in our feelings, but help us to walk by faith and not by sight. Help us to trust you. But Lord, we walking according to our feelings. We walking according to what we think. But Lord, your word said there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. And Father, we want to do what's pleasing and acceptable unto you. We want to forget about ourselves, concentrate on you, and obey your word. Father, we want to be the church that you're coming back looking for without spot or wrinkle. We're coming before you this morning asking, Father, if ever there was a time to get the spots out and to have the wrinkles ironed out of us, God, it's now, and we need your help. We can't do it without you, Father. We need you this morning like never before, Father, to begin to walk according to as you would have us. Don't let it just be a surprise to us. We're surprised because of what's happening. It just slipped up on us. But, Lord, let us walk in the spirit, and we'll understand what's going on. Help us, Father. You gave us power. You gave us love. And, Father, you gave us a sound mind. Help us to operate in power, love, and a sound mind in this world. But, Father, it's not our home. We're just passing through. And we're seeking that one day you will say, well done, that good and faithful servant. Father, we forget these things. We forget to work. And we forget that we must work while it's day. And, Lord, many are so caught up into their feelings that when we give more than they get, they don't want to hear. They don't want to abide. They want to hear that bless them, bless them, give them, give them. But, God, we want to give you more this morning than anything and anyone else. We want to obey your word daily. <laughs> we want to walk up before you right daily. Again this morning, Lord, we want to do what's pleasing unto you and the things that you truly accept because we know you just don't accept any and every old thing. Help us this morning to be your people and you are our God. Help us to turn the world off, turn people off, turn family and friends off, those that are watching us, those that we're afraid of what they're Help us to turn them off. And turn on more prayer, turn on more of your word, turn on more praise and more worship unto you, a more desire to please you. Help us this morning in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. Father, we come this morning asking that those that are here that are sick, that God, you would touch and heal today. In the name of Jesus, you heal all manner of sickness and disease. Oh, you took a beating for the healing of the nation. Do it this morning in the name of Jesus. 
And Father, we bring those that are incarcerated before you, those that are in every branch of the military. Father, widows and bereaved families, intercessory prayer people, Israel and Jerusalem, preachers everywhere, preaching in the name of Jesus in obedience unto you and love for your people. Have mercy this morning, O oh God. Have mercy this morning, Lord Jesus. Help us today, God. Help us today. In the name of Jesus, move by your spirit for us that, God, we will walk in the spirit realm today, Lord, and every day in the name of Jesus. Mm. 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 Have mercy this morning, oh God. Father, we ask that, Lord, you would bless our brothers and sisters overseas everywhere. Father, strengthen and bless those that are in hiding. Can't read your word out loud. Can't witness out loud. Can't pray out loud. Nobody can know, God, that they love you and that they have you. Have mercy this morning. And strengthen them, oh God. Loose your protecting angels to stand watch. To shield and protect, keep them from all hurt, harm, or danger. In the name of Jesus. Bless our brothers and sisters overseas everywhere. Father, they're struggling to live right, struggling to get it right. Help this morning in the name of Jesus. Mm. Father, bless children everywhere this morning. Your word says, suffer the children to come unto me and forbid them not, but such is your kingdom. Wake parents up, O oh God. And help them to seek you to bless their children, to train their children in the way that they should go so when they get old, they won't depart. Help, Lord, today in the name of Jesus. Continue to bless America and the leadership of America. Have mercy this morning, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Mm. Help us today, Lord, to love you with our whole heart. And lean not to our own understanding. Father, in all our ways, help us to acknowledge you. You're going to direct our path. Help us to be not wise in our own eyes. Help us to fear you and depart from evil. Father, help us to love you more. Because if we love you, Father, we'll do you right. If we love you, we know how to treat you. But if we just truly love what you can do, and we're afraid that we're going to hell. If these are the only reasons we love you, forgive us this morning. And teach us how to love you properly, oh God. Teach us how to love you right. In the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning. Hey, glory. We give you honor this morning, God. Hey, we give you praise. We thank you. We thank you for what you're doing right now. Thank you for hearing and answering our prayer. Help us, Lord, to get it right with you. Nothing else matters but to get it right with you. You're bringing down a new heaven and a new earth. All of this is going to pass away. And, Lord, if we don't have you, where will we stand? We can't make it without you. Help us today. In the name of Jesus, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for hearing this morning. And Father, we thank you for answering. 
We give you glory. We give you honor and praise. Father, we ask it all again in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All oh, in serious times. I know we yet have joy. I have joy and happiness. Hallelujah. I have peace beyond your wildest imagination. But it's yet serious times. And until we give God our all, I just don't know. I don't know. Because we want to keep hearing about fleshly things, you know, what help us feel better in the natural. We need to seek more spiritual things. Everything going down but his word, that's a spiritual move. Oh, my goodness. So, look, we're talking about digital currency today. And uh, what is digital currency? What is that? So I found several things that helped me out. I found a form, digital currency is a form of currency that exists only in digital or electronic and that can operate independently of a central bank of a central bank. So central is like, let's say, the middle, and it supplies east, west, north, and south, and anywhere else, the central station. In Orlando, we call it Central Florida. Because if you get to Orlando, you can get to any other part of Florida, you need to go to Miami, (laughs) Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, (laughs) Jacksonville, Daytona, Fort Lauderdale, Fort Mont, you can get in other part, Tallahassee. You can get in other part of Florida you need to if you could just get to central Florida. So of a central bank. So when you put digital money in, you can get it from anywhere. It, it, it's, it's somewhat like that now. I put money in cash app. I, I can use it anywhere. Long I got my cash app card, you know, my debit cash app card, uh, Wells Fargo. It's it's my central bank, but I can basically use Wells Fargo anywhere. If I leave from Florida and go to California, it's digital money. I can go to the ATM in California and withdraw my money. If I go to New York. I can withdraw my money. In some places, other countries. Yeah. And they have now, they bring it to, used to, the tangible checks. What they would call, Louis, when I'm going overseas and I need money, and these checks, I could write, I forgot the name of them, you know, boy, look here. Yeah. Digital, electronically. And all of this, though, is going. The debit card, that's that's going. Yeah. Digital currency is going to be without coins or notes. Notes as in paper money. Yeah, they say that's fading away. So it says, what is digital currency and how it works? Digital money or digital currency 
refers to any means of payment that exists in a purely electronic form. That's what the the digital currency is. Any payment that exists in purely, in a purely electronic form. Digital money is not physical, tangible, like a dollar bill or a coin. It is accounted for any transfer using online systems. One well-known form of digital money is the cryptocurrency Bitcoin. Have you heard of those before? Yeah, the cryptocurrency. That means coins, you know, your savings, your silver, and all that. That'll be done away with. Uh, the note, the dollar bill, the hundred dollar bill, the fifty, the twenty, <laughs> the ten, and the five, it won't be no good no more because you got to have digital money, digital currency. And they're using it, uh, it's an online system you'll be able to use anywhere. Yeah. They talked about in um, for those who get Social Security or disability in the month of October, I think they said, that they would give two checks. They would give October and November because December money is going to a whole nother way of getting it. And they also talked about this being a way to find out who's scamming and who's not, like this, in other words. If you received a food stamp, it would tell whether or not you have more money than you should in your bank account. If you get Social Security, uh, any type of welfare, disability, it would give uh, an account of how much money runs through your account digitally. You see, it's got to be accounted for. So if you get more than you say you get, then things can be deducted. It, it, it's, it's, it's a bunch to this. It's just a little bit of what I read. It says that uh, will digital currency replace money? The Federal Reserve also writes on its website that while it's considering a uh, CBDC as a means to expand safe payment options. Such a system will not replace cash. They say the digital currency won't replace cash. The Federal Reserve also write on its website that while it's considering a CBDC as a means to expand safe payment options. Such a system will not replace cash. I don't know. Would digital dollars ever replace hard currency in the U.S.? Yeah. Is Bitcoin a digital currency? How many countries have digital currencies? All these questions. How do you make money from digital? What is one advantage of using digital cash? Is digital money safe? Who controls digital currency? 
As such, it is issued and regulated by the state's monetary authority or central bank. CBDCs are backed by the full faith and credit of the issuing government. Ninety countries representing more than 90% of global GDP are exploring a CBDC, while nine countries have fully launched such a currency. Yeah. Will physical currency disappear? Ultimately, cash may, in fact, disappear. But it's mostly a question of where and when. While it may disappear in some countries, it might remain in others. And if it ultimately happens in 50 or 100 or more years, it won't matter much to anyone who's alive today. Now, that's not right. How about my grandchildren, my great-grand? Yeah. Now, look, uh, I want to read this. I want to read this first. And this is Ecclesiastes chapter 10. And we, well, well let's, let's do this. Let's go to the hill. And this is what the hill said. And uh, this is who wrote this. Uh, Justin Haskins, opinion contributor. He wrote this in Mar- on March 26th of 2002 at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The views expressed by contributors are their own and not the view of the heel. Now, this is what the heel is saying. Biden is planning a new digital currency. Here's why you should be worried. Now, now this is for them people who operate in the natural. You know, they're more natural than spiritual. And it's not so much what the word of God says with them. It's the fact of what man is doing. And I brought it here because we have a lot of that here too. So listen, whenever the White House says it is working on a plan that would transform a vital part of the U.S. economy and that the administration is doing so with the highest urgency, it should go without saying that the press should pay a close attention to what's going on. Well, now, they can pay attention, but they're going to put some stuff in there that shouldn't be in there, and then they're going to put some stuff that should be in there that they won't put in there, all kind of stuff. But even more importantly, the press should eagerly and comprehensively inform the public of the potential risks associated with such proposals. Unfortunately, that's not happening today, effect of the media's negligence could reverberate for decades to come. Now, if he did this on March the 9th of 22, uh, they said years, 100 years, now they're saying um, decades to come. But anyway, on March 9th, the Biden administration released an executive order. Yeah. In instructing a long list of federal agencies to study digital assets and to propose numerous reports about their use and proposals to regulate them. Remember, I told you they're going to know what you got. They're going to know if you're supposed to be having this or not having this. Uh, it, 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 
a lot of people see it as a form of control. You know, controlling your money, controlling what you can put in your bank account and what you can't. Uh, who can get money out of the bank? I, I saw this man, and he said he went to get money out of the bank. I think he needed like forty some thousand. And he was doing a project, and they asked him uh, what he wanted the money for. It was like none yet, none your business. Said so the cashier told him, well, we can't give you our money if you can't tell us. He said, our money? This is my money. One man said he went and took all his money out the bank. They gave him such a hassle about his money. And said, it would be hard-pressed for me to believe, and, I, and it may come, it may come, I may be dead and gone. But for them to give up them almighty dollars just like that, I don't know about that. Because, see, older people, they're not internet savvy. They don't know how to do online banking and, uh, uh, well, that's Cash App and PayPal and Venmo. And, they don't know about this stuff. And they're not willing to just get that dollar up, but they know how to go to the bank and use their bank card. They know how to get the cashier to help them to write out a withdrawal slip, you see, go to the ATM, use their debit card at the grocery store and the dollar store. They not, how you going to make money if you do this and everybody not on board? I believe that's why they say 50 to 100 years and we won't be here. Yeah, because see, they pushing out all of the old stuff. So I'm older, so they pushing me out too. Because I'm used to the old ways. And they're bringing all this new stuff in because they're going to change the hearts and the mind of the people. You're going to do things a whole different way. And if you don't know how to do it that way, you're going to be lost. That's why it may be a while before they do it because they want all the older people to die off. And once you're gone, then the world is just up to date. It becomes what they call digital world, a digital world. Space age, new age, that kind of thing. Oh, I feel so bad for my grandchildren, my great-great-grands, and oh, I feel bad for those that's coming that I never even met. Yeah, because they didn't get the real thing. They didn't get what was original. They got what man switched over and put in place. So it says that much of the executive order is forced on cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and something called Ethereum, E-T-H-E-R-E-U-M, which runs on blockchain technology and have become increasingly popular among many investors and consumers in recent years. But there's an even more important part of the EO executive order President Biden has instructed the federal government and Federal Reserve to lay the groundwork for a potential new U.S. currency, a digital dollar. If the United States were to adopt the digital currency, like the one discussed in Biden's executive order, it would be one of the most dramatic expansions of federal power ever made. 
one that could put individuals and businesses in grave danger of losing their social and economic freedoms. Among other important actions, the White House Executive Order directs several agencies, including the Treasury Department, to study the development of a new central bank digital currency, the CBDC, and to produce a report within 180 days of the executive order discussing the potential risks and benefits of a digital dollar. The order further directs the Treasury Department, Office of the Attorney General and Federal Reserve to work together to produce a legislative proposal to create a digital currency within 210 days, about seven months. Now that was March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. October would be the seventh month. And that's why they was telling me in October, you if you get disability or social security, retirement, you'll get two checks in October. Because November, you won't get one. And by December, it's going to go to something else, they think. They're going to have this digital dollar thing in place. A digital dollar would not merely be a digital version of the existing U.S. dollar, but rather an entirely new currency that would at least at first exist, exist alongside today's currency, similar to cash. The CBDC would be used to pay for goods and services and would likely be managed by the Federal Reserve, the Central Bank of the United States. I meant to mention that that's our central bank, the Federal Reserve. We get to the Federal Reserve, we can get money from anywhere in the United States. Unlike the current dollar, though, a central bank digital currency would not exist in physical form, meaning you wouldn't be able to go to a bank or ATM and withdraw. It is important to understand that the digital dollar would not be similar to cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. Cryptocurrencies operate on blockchain technology, which is decentralized by design. No group or individual can truly control cryptocurrency once they get launched. Do you hear that? Yeah. It's a form of control. <laughs> if, if I'm reading this right now, I, I may be reading it wrong. But digital dollars, on the other hand, would be traceable and programmable. You see, it's tra I, you can know where my money is. You can know how much money I got. You you can know how, where the money. <laughs> you see, and it's not like the regular money. It's not like even the regular bitcoins or whatever. The Federal Reserve or some other des designated entity. What is designed, other designed, uh, designated entity? What is that? Reserve or some other designated entity would have the ability to create more digital dollars whenever it sees fit. And depending on how the legislation is written, 
setting up the currency. The dollars could be formulated uh, to have variance, uh, various rules and restrictions built into their design. Now, they told me this a uh, long time ago, that I, every dollar we have, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, was backed by gold. But they say we were spending so fast, our money's not backed by gold. I was floored. Well, what are we doing? Well, what's going on here? Yeah. It's traceable, programmable, other designated entity, ability to create more digital dollars whenever it sees fit. And depending on how the legislation is written, setting up the currency, the dollar could be formulated to have various rules and restrictions built into their design. For example, a digital dollar could be crafted to restrict fossil fuel use, to give bonuses to people for spending at particular businesses, to interact de facto price controls by disallowing users for spending too much on particular products. Look at this. Or even to uh, redistribute wealth. I don't want nobody telling me how much money I can spend in this mine. If I'm filthy rich and I want to spend 100000 a day, that's my business. That's my money. I'm not doing anything illegal. I'm not hurting the country. I'm helping to build the economy because I'm spending money. Now, I may be reading into this wrong. Don't, don't hold it against me. And you don't have to follow what I'm thinking because I could be off. My thinking could be off. I'm not perfect. In one report about the development of central bank digital currency published by the Federal Reserve in January, the Fed outlined a few examples of possible design choices for a digital dollar, including that a central bank might limit the amount of CBDC an end user could hold. You see? Uh-uh. Leave my money alone. <laughs> there are many reasons to believe Biden's plan for a digital dollar involves a design that would give the federal government and our Federal Reserve control over much of society and the economy. There you go. Control is the key word here. I don't like this type of change. I don't like the word control. Not when it comes to my livelihood, my life. I only want to be controlled by the Spirit of God. It says that this is the heel again. It says that Biden's executive order states that the CBDC and other policies governing digital assets must mitigate climate change and pollution and promote financial inclusion and equity. In fact, financial inclusion is mentioned five times in Biden's order. And equality equity, I'm sorry, equity and climate control are mentioned four times each. Further, in a background call with reporters about the executive order, 
a senior administration official. Uh, the name was curiously removed from the White House transcript. Promised that in creating a new digital currency, the Biden administration will continue to partner with all stakeholders. Listen now, including industry, labor consumers, and environmental groups, international allies and partners. Are you listening? Why would labor unions, industry organizations, and environmental groups be involved in the development of a new currency? Unless, of course, there is a plan to program that currency to advance various causes special interest groups are care about. Even more stunning, in a 2021 question and answer session about the development of a digital dollar, David uh, Anafato and Dolfato, a senior vice president and economist in the St. Louis Fed Research Division, was asked whether the Fed could assure us the public that these digital currencies won't ever be used to tell us when, how, or where our money can be spent. Well, they already told you that up in there. Uh, whoever you are here, I don't forgot that David uh, uh, asking, you know, this. He already told you. It'll be a form of control. In life, one can't give absolute assurances of anything. Do you hear this? And uh, and uh, that old responded before suggesting that the best we can hope for is for Congress to respond to the electorate concern. I might be pronouncing that wrong. Concerns about privacy. Listen, don't believe the hype. That's what I always say. Uh, I would try to keep America the same as long as we can. Uh, because it's already flipped upside down. And any more crazy stuff come here, I believe it's doomed. Now, some people work it for a while, it'll, it'll go smooth. But you totally trying to change what God put in place. You're trying to wipe that out and bring what you desire to bring that's new, something wrong with that program. Yeah. Now listen to this. I'm going to let him read a little bit, and then I'm going to basically go back over. Ecclesiastes chapter 10. I was looking at that. We go, we're coming back to that. I looked at the book of Nehemiah, and Nehemiah chapter 1, the words of Nehemiah, the son of Hachalah, and it came to pass in the month Shizlu, Shizlil, in the 12th year as I was in Shushan, the palace. And Hanah, one of my brothers came, he and certain men of Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews that had escaped, which was left of the captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said unto me, the remnant that are left of the captivity, that is the province, are in great afflictions and reproach 
the wall of Jerusalem also is broken down, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Verse 4 says, And it came to pass when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned certain days and fasted and prayed before God of heaven. Verse 5 said, And I said, Beseech thee, O Lord God of heaven, the great and terrible God that keepeth covenant and mercy for them that love him and observe his commandments. I want you to hear that part right there. That love him and observe his commandments. Because see, everybody thinking they're good with God. Everybody thinking it's my thing. I can do what I want to do and I'm still going to heaven. I'm still a Christian. God is still on my side because he gave them a job. He gave them a house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. They got money in their bank account. They got groceries. They think they're good with him, but he prayed for this. The great and terrible God, they keep his covenant and mercy for them that love him and observe his commandments. Yeah, let me tell you, you can try to change what you want to. You can do anything you want to do. Come out, you making the world better so you can obey the devil, so you can put things in place that the Antichrist can do what he want to do. And some people don't even know that this is really what's happening. Because there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction because we're not seeking God. In leadership, we are not daily seeking God. We might say a few things about it and pray them now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take prayer. But we're not getting in there and asking God to change us to fit his plan. Not we change him to fit ours because that's what we're trying to do. So look, verse 6 says, let thine ear not be attentive and thine eyes open that thou mayest hear the prayer of thy servant, which I pray before thee now, day and night, for the children of Israel, thy servants, and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which we have sinned against thee. Both I and my father's house have sinned. Verse 7 says, we have dealt very corruptly against thee and have not kept the commandments, nor the statutes, nor the judgments, which thou commanded thy servant Moses. Verse 8 said, remember, I beseech thee the word that thou commanded thy servant Moses, saying, if you transgress, I will scatter your brawl among the nations. Verse 9 says, but if you turn unto me and keep my commandments and do them, Though there were of you cast out unto the uttermost part of the heaven, yet I will gather them from thence and will bring them unto the place that I have chosen to set my name there. Ten says, Now these are thy servants and thy people whom thou hast redeemed by the great power and by thy strong hand. Listen, we can play with God all we want to. We can think we are in control. We can walk according to our feelings. We can be afraid of what people are going to say, yada, yada, yada. We don't want to sacrifice our life unto him. It can be any way it won't. When it's all said and done, God's word is going to hold true. Every word of God is pure today. And he's a shield unto them that put their trust in him and his word. You got to trust his word, too. 
Because it's the only way you're going to know to trust him. Because if you don't know his word, you won't know how to trust God. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, uh, Deborah, even Moses, uh, uh, all of them, Apostle Paul, Peter, John, Matthew, Luke, Nehemiah, everybody. By faith, they believe God. By faith. See, we're looking at what's happening and we're scared because we in the, our feelings. Come out your feelings and get in the spirit. And you won't be so concerned about what you feel. Yeah. See, because if all in your feelings, you're going to do some sinning around here against God because when your flesh wear up and want you to do something, you concerned so with the way you feel, you're going to go on and do it. Because I feel like it. This is what I'm feeling. You got to get them feelings under control and become spiritual. How you serving a spiritual God? How you loving a spiritual God? How you got a spiritual God in you, but you desire more of the flesh than you do the spirit? What's 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 Talk to me, somebody. Help me out here. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 and 1. I'm going to let him read a little bit. Money answers all things. That's the part that helped me out. We, we just got to become spiritual people. Oh, can you can't hear no sound, Sister Dyer say. Oh, Brother Lewis say no sound. I w- and I don't read all that. Okay, y'all. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Let's go there. I'm going to sleep because they sleep. All right, because the doctor, you hear me?
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you hear me now, Louis? Let's see. God, can you hear me? I don't know what happened. I didn't know uh, you could. Okay, good, good. Thank you, Irene. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, I'm just a reading. And I was going to let uh, the the guy read, you know. And I let him read the whole uh, chapter, chapter 10. Nobody could hear it. So I got to redo the computer uh, sound and all of that because something is is going on. I, I don't I don't understand. I can't tell you. It might be me. But even with my phone, and then I can't get on Facebook. I'm waiting on them to say something to me because I sent them my ID so that I could verify that this is my page. Now, on my phone, I can get to Facebook, but I can't do on my phone what I do on my desktop. Because basically a lot of stuff that I use on my desktop, oh, it's just weird. And then um, my phone acting weird, and and it's not a hack. It's not a hack. I can't blame it on a hack. But it's something that's changing. Uh-uh. And it, it's not just necessarily me, but it's some stuff that's changing, and I just got to read up on it, catch up on it so that I can follow it and get things where it needs to be. So, so Jerry, I know you was calling me, but it, it's better that you send me a message or text me than call me when I'm doing the show. But anyway, I, and, and I know you was calling me to tell me things had gone out. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. But I tell you, so I'm just going to have to read what I can. <laughs> Ecclesiastes. Uh, chapter 10. It talks about being a fool. Uh, it, it, it talks about a lot of thing, things that happen. Uh, in verse 19 of chapter 10, a feast is made for laughter, and wine maketh merry, but money answers all things. And it talk about slopeness, uh, building decaying, and through idleness of the hands, the house droppeth through. Now, that right there, it can be a physical talk. But it's also, for me, it's a spiritual talk because of this. If we don't feed the spirit, man, it, it perishes. It dies. And a lot of times we'll take care of everything else, our physical body. We keep our house clean. Ooh, the car clean. Our work area, work clean. But when it comes to the things of God, we can't keep it quite as clean. When it comes to our heart and the spirit of God, we, we can't go there. Because we're walking by our feelings. We're walking by sight. We're not walking in the spirit. We're not walking in faith daily. Yeah. Money answers all things. And I, I want to say this this morning. I, I, I wish I could have read that, let him read that to you. But listen, if God hung the stars in the sky, I'm, I'm going to share this again this morning. He keeps the sun from the land. He keeps the moon from the land. Because, see, if the sun got to the land close enough, we would burn up. We would die. But he keeps that from happening. Yet, 
the sun comes out and daylight. We have daylight and the sun. At night, we have the moon. If the moon came so close to the land, we would freeze to death. But God got all of that in control. So if we give up, because see, we got to suffer for his sake. If we give us up and let the spirit rule and reign, just like God takes care of us from the sun and the moon, he will do the same thing in a famine. He will do the same thing when the Antichrist show up. Let me tell you, it's some things the believers can do, the people of God, the saints of God, that we can come together and cry out to God for more, that he will draw more that's going to be in him. Not in their feelings, what they feel in the world and all of that. And we can stop some things. God is a God, if he chooses to, he can change his mind. And we can be the people that change it. But we got to be of him, in him, he's in us. We got to be walking up right before him. This flesh got to suffer for him, not for us. Yeah, we got to fast and pray. We got to get some things together. Come out your feelings. I'm telling you, because your feelings going to be hurt for real. You, you think, oh, I want to do this. My flesh want me to do that. You think not doing that going to hurt your feelings. Oh, you ain't seen hurt feelings. They keep living. Keep walking off of what people going to say about you. You being concerned about what they say. Keep walking in, I'm going to please my flesh. But you don't understand me. I just want to do this. I just want to try this. I like this. Keep doing that and watch what happens. We got to give God our all. He deserves our all. He deserves our everything. Yeah. He's worthy this morning to be praised. And I'm so grateful unto him that I know him for myself. I'm so thankful that I can call on him at any time. He's coming. Yeah, he's coming. And when I get lost in his word, it blesses me. Yeah. Right while Jeremiah was talking, I was right there. Right while these things taking place in Ecclesiastes, yeah, dead flowers cause the ointment of the apothecary to send forth a stinking savor. So doeth the little folly. Him that is in reputation for wisdom and honor. A wise man's heart is at his right hand, but a fool's heart at his left. Verse 3 says, yeah, also, when he that is a fool walketh by the way, his wisdom faileth him, and he saith to everyone that he is a fool. Your actions will tell people who you are. Yeah. What you do will tell people exactly who you are. I'm a fool. <laughs> Verse 4 says, if the spirit of the ruler rise up against thee, leave not thy place, for yielding pacifies great offenses. Verse 5 says, there's an evil which I have seen under the sun, 
as an error which proceeded from the ruler. There's an evil which I have seen under the sun as an error which proceeded from the ruler. Verse 6 says, Father is set in great dignity, and the rich sit in low place. Verse 7 says, I'm going to read that again, Eva. Father is set in great dignity, and the rich sit in low place. Verse 7 says, I have seen servants upon horses and princes walking as servants upon the earth. You hear that? I don't know. I know Louis probably remember. I used to see this in churches. I used to see that the usher should be the pastor in the pulpit. And the person that's the pastor should be at the door ushering. Yeah. It would be vice versa. I can see the deacon should be in the pulpit as a pastor, and the one that got in the pulpit as the pastor should be serving on the deacon board. He should be going to the hospital, giving communion and praying for the sick at the hospital. He should be going by to check on families when they got bereavement in their family. I have seen servants upon horses and princes walking as servants upon the earth. He that diggeth a pit shall fall into it. And whoso breaketh and hedge a serpent shall bite him. Anybody went blackberry picking and broke the, the, the back blackberry vine, you was digging down to get the berry. Whoop, you smelt watermelon and there was a snake. Whosoever removeth stones shall be hurt. Therefore he that cleaveth wood shall be endangered thereby. Verse 10 say, if the iron be blunt and he do not welt the end, then must he put to more strength, but wisdom is profitable to direct. Eleven says, surely the servant will bite without enchantment, and a babbler is no better. Twelve says, the word of a wise man's mouth are gracious. The words of a wise man's mouth, man or woman, that's a generic term, are gracious. But the lips of a fool will swallow up himself. Now, that, that's not my word. It's Ecclesiastes. <laughs> 13 says, the beginning of the words of his mouth is foolishness. And the end of his talk is mischievous madness. 14 says, a fool also is full of words. A man cannot tell what shall be and what shall be after him. Who can tell him? You can't tell a fool nothing. Are you kidding me? 15 says, the labor of the foolish wearies every one of them because he knoweth not how to go to the city. 16 says, woe to thee, O land, when thy king is a child and thy princes eat in the morning. Blessed art thou, O land, when thy king is the son of nobles and thy princes eat in due season for strength and not for drunkenness. Verse 18 says, by much slopeness and building decayeth, and through idleness of the hands, the house droppeth through. 19 says, a feast is made for laughter, and wine maketh merry, but money answereth all things. That's what verse 19 says. 
But we need to go back and take a look around. We need to go back to the old path and take a look around. Yeah. And we will be all right. Because what we keep trying to do is we keep trying to run and keep doing more without going back to the foundation, taking a good look at the foundation. Where did you start with God? How did you get to God? What did he say after you got to him? What did you do to stay with him? How did you grow in him? What did you do to grow in him other than going to church, to the church Bible study? What kind of personal relationship, personal Bible study and prayer life do you have? Because, see, some people just want to pray. They don't want to study the word. Because, see, I'm going to tell you something. That word is sharper than any two-edged sword, and it's going to change their mind in a lot of ways. A lot of things they're doing that's wrong, that word going to cut it off. Or they're going to leave God all together because that word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And that thing will work on you day and night. I'm telling you now. Because his word won't return void. So some people don't really study the Bible. They don't really read the Bible. They don't really like that Bible stuff. They, they, they'll pray now. Oh, yeah, they'll pray. Oh, they want the blessings of God. So, yeah, I'm going to pray now. I need the Lord to bless me. But now when it comes to Bible study, no, they're not going to do that. And they're going to complain all the time. And they're going to lie some, in some cases. Yeah. Because if they get deep in that word of God and let God lead and guide them in that word, that foolishness they put in, they're going to let that go. Yeah. And let me tell you, I got to be honest with you. Here lately, I haven't been focusing on certain things like I usually do. Sometimes I focus on things, and I'm going to tell you, I can see good. Now, just because I don't say that, it don't mean I don't see it. I'm just not saying nothing about it. He didn't say say nothing. Yeah, so I don't have to. But uh, I tell you, oof, it's something serious. But anyway, we back to this. Look at the hill. Go to the hill dot com and uh go over there and type in uh currency digital currency over there take your time and read what you, what they got over there now this is plain and simple it's gonna enlighten you on many things <laughs> it's gonna tell you some stuff and some things you're gonna see and you're gonna be like oh yeah that's what was happening uh-huh. Yes, it is, as they say in the country. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. So I, I, I didn't go on into Luke, but uh, looking at Luke chapter 19 and verse 23, I guess we could say that's the verse. Wherefore then gavest thou not my money into the bank? And at my coming, I might have required my own with usury. Usury, usury, it's like a relationship where one person is the user and the other person is the UV. Yeah. And it's usually disguised, you know, sometimes it's friendship or marriages or even business partners. 
But you see, they talking about the bank right here. But we don't, we don't follow the ways of God. We follow the ways of the world because we're not taking our money and using it wisely and we're not giving in the way we're supposed to give. A lot of people, if you prophesy to them and it's what they really want to hear, they're going to pay you. They'll give you their house note money. They'll give you their last dime. And they say they're making a sacrifice. They don't sacrifice. You're paying for what you want to hear. But when you give them the truth, the word of God, the real word of God, they don't want to hear that. Not that a word of God is not true. But a word of God, most of this instance, you know, uh, is Big John going to ask me to marry him? That kind of stuff. Am I going to get the job? So they're caught up into that. They're not caught up in the walking in the spirit. They're not caught up in the walking by faith. They're not caught up in the trusting God, standing still and knowing that I am God. That's That's not where they are. But that's where we got to get. Got to bring this flesh under subjection. Make your flesh behave. Tell the flesh, I don't need to know. I trust God. He done brought me out too many times. He done bring me this far to leave me. Devil, we've been here before. And I bind you up in Jesus' name. I cast you back to the pits of hell. Because see, a lot of times the enemy moves, but we don't want to believe that. We just sit by and let him beat us all across the head, take our children, uh, make sure our children get on drugs, and just all kind of foolishness. And we steady, Lord, help me, Jesus, and we steady running behind the prophets to get an instant word. Now, the buck stops here. This stop right here today. I curse it from the root. I bind it up and cast it back to the pits of hell. I don't care if it was a generation of curse. I don't care where it come from. It can no longer be. And we still talking about digital currency. Because we love mining, many of us. Yeah, we love mining. Verse 24 of Luke it says, and he said unto them that stood by, take from him the pound and give it to him that had ten pounds. Because if this man here took the money and ate the food, anybody remember that he owed his boss man and he wanted the boss to have mercy, or his master to have mercy. But he went out and the man that owed him, he acted pure fool. He wanted to kill him and beat him and treat him bad. Yeah. The boss man, the master, found out about it, in other words. And some of us the same way. Yeah, we're a clown. Yeah. We were a clown. And somebody owe us, but we want grace and mercy when we owe somebody. But today, we're seeking God more. Mm-hmm. We're seeking him more. 
because we we in tune to too many feelings. When I look at Timothy, I look at all these stuffs. They went through something. When I look at Apostle Paul, they went through something. Yeah, but we don't want to go through nothing. I want to quickly look at First Timothy six and ten. Because we got it twisted. We love mining, too. Yeah, we do. Many of us. We love in that mining. And, and nobody's going to get not one coin. What? And see, you don't understand, Sister Barbara. I got to pay my house note. <laughs> he loves a cheerful giver. He said, if you give, he would cause me to give into your bosom, press down, shaking together, and running over. We work to pay bills. Which should be, we should give. And because we give, we get a residual income. And out of your residual income, you pay your bills. You're working to make money so that you can give, so that you can have money to pay your bills. Because the money you're making off on your job, it's not enough to cover everything. But if you give more, in the right places now. You got to be led by the Spirit of God. That he will bless you. Look, I I, I know people that when they could have given uh, to Jesus in the morning or Freedom Doors ministry so that when you come for some meat in the house, there would have been some. They wouldn't do that. They couldn't think of giving in that way. But they paid their tithes and often where they couldn't be blessed that the man didn't even have time for them. If he spoke to them or, or her, if she spoke to them, they would be an awe. But where they could get blessed at and the person was there for them, they couldn't see it. Yeah. I done ran into some, some stuff around here. Y'all just don't understand. And then the person will come, and I have to bless them. Yeah, well, they could have first been a blessing. And guess what? Now I would have been coming to them because they would have been so much more because they gave, they had to give more than I had to give. But look, we love that money. Yeah. We love it, love it, love it, and we going to have it, have it, have it. Yeah. Well, First Timothy 6 and 10 says this. I didn't say it. You can't hold it against me. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after. They, oh, boy, they was after that money. And they loved it all. Oh, they cherished it. <laughs> I can't give one penny away. <laughs> they can't have my money. I'm guilty. They have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Now, and I'm telling you, it's the truth. Been and done that. Been and done it. Going to church every Sunday. I wasn't gonna get to church too much or nothing. Put that dollar in the offering plate. And I had erred from the faith and pierced myself through with sorrows. 
I end up being evicted out of my house. Oh, yeah. Because I wouldn't turn the money loose. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Which while some coveted after. You're not going to get this money. I'm not giving you nothing. I got to pay my rent. I got to pay my mortgage. Oh, y'all don't understand my, my my car insurance due. Oh, I got to pay my jewelry bill. If I give over there, I can't pay my jewelry bill. So I didn't give me the money to pay me. No, you should be working to give. And because you give, you're blessed with more than. But it all starts with you giving, not having the mentality that I'm working to pay bills. Been there and done that. I'm working so I can have money to give so that I can plant seeds. Pay my tithes and offering and plant seeds. In fertile ground, in fertile ground, where I'm going to be blessed. Because some covenant after, they have erred from the faith. See, when we don't believe God, but we believe in money, we err from the faith. We don't have faith in God. We got faith in our money. We got faith in our paycheck. We got faith that when we get to the bank, put that money in the bank. When I use my ATM card, it's going to kick back what I need it to. But I've ever from the faith to believe God and pierce themselves through with many sorrows. Not more and more bills. I want to be debt free. But the more bills coming because you're not a giver. You're working to pay bills and not working so that you have money to give, money to plant seeds. See, because a lot of people plant seeds, but they don't believe. Because they plant seeds that God gives them something right now. Sometimes he don't always move right now. Now, he's going to give you something to keep you pacified, to keep you going. But if you continue to show him you're going to plant seeds and you believe God, take your mind off the money, put your mind on where you can be a blessing at to help somebody when you know anything money popping up from everywhere. It's like you done plant a wildflower. And money coming from the east, the north, the west, and the south, and under the ground, over the ground. You went to the box, and there's an unexpected blessing in the box for you. And you shocked. And you should be. Because you're working to pay bills. You're not working to give. So if you get an unexpected blessing, you should be shocked. But we got to get in the mind frame, I'm working, Lord, so that I could give more. I come in every morning, 7 to 10, as often as I can, to work, to give. And the Lord multiplied back to me. I plant seeds. He multiplied the seeds back. Oh, but let me tell you about them tithes and offerings. If you tithe of everything that you can, you are really going to be surprised at what happens to you. When I tell you, I, you know, because they say you tithing off the money that you work for. No, I tithe off of every little thing. Yeah. I don't care where the money come from. I'm tithing. If you plant in my ministry, if you, you said, well, I'm going to give you my tithe, Sister Barbara. I tithe off of what you give. I don't care what it is. Oh, I just wanted to be a blessing to you, Sister Barbara. It's your birthday. I'm going to give you $50. I tithe. 
My daughter passed away last September. Lord blessed me real good. And what I did, I tithe off what he blessed me with. And give offering. I don't just tithe, I give offering too. So the word of God can be spread further. So that the house of God can be there when man decide to come. Where God draw him because he can't decide on his own. When God draw him, there will be a house there for him to come to so that he can be taught right. I give so that in special ministry, so that the word can be spread overseas, everywhere. In places I never heard, I can't go. But because I plant a seed, others can go and guess what? God multiplied the money seed that I planted. Sometimes it's healing. I said, if I get 99, I believe I'll still be coming here, doing this right here. Some way, somehow, somebody else may be doing the big part, but some way, somehow, I'm going to come in here and say something. This has blessed me to be here. My prayer, even praying here for healing in the morning, heal me. The word I bring in the morning from the scriptures, it blessed me to overcome. I want to be right with God 100%. I don't want to play no games. I want to do his will. Run this race until he calls my name and beckon for me. Woo! Lord, prepare me. For that kingdom, I want to live in your care forevermore. I want to run this race. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Until you call and beckon for me through trials. I'm going to do the very best I can, hallelujah, to get this gospel message into the hearts of every man. For I want to do, Lord, your will, from this race until you call my name and beckon for me. Oh, Lord, spare me for thy kingdom. (laughs) I want to live in your care forevermore. Help me to run this old race. Oh, help me to live. I think it says by grain of faith until you call. And better for me. I got to look for that today. I got to look before I fully come to the Lord, the pastor wife, Bernadette Williams, she gave me that song to sing. And when I tell you at the time, I just was singing it. I ain't paid no attention. I was trying to practice it and perfect it and this and that and messed it up because it wasn't, it was the flesh. But as through time, I, I, Started listening, really listening to that's my heart's desire. To get the gospel to the hearts of every man I come in contact with. 
anybody God used me for, I want them to get the gospel. Yeah, the word of God. That word is more powerful than any. I can speak the word and things change. I'm telling you the truth. A word is sharper than any. It's powerful, powerful, powerful. But we must believe and go on. Don't just sit there. I'm going to watch the word. I'm going to watch the word. I'm going to watch the word. He ain't did it yet. He ain't did it yet. He... No. <laughs> believe God. Trust him. Believe his word. And go help somebody. You may not have no money, but you may be able to go cook a meal for some tired mother who's been working all day and uh, when she get home, she just overwhelmed. She have children to see about. So what you going to do in your good health, she in a good health, but she's working. What you going to do is say, hey, Linda, let me come over there. I'm going to bring a casserole, a salad, and some rolls for you and the children and uh, a pie. And uh, I can do today's laundry for you, what they wore today, because if, you if you're that kind of mother that keep your house up, what you will do is every night when they have their bath, you put the clothes, the dirty laundry from that day in front of the washer. And then you get up in the morning earlier, way before them to make breakfast and to do that laundry and to get it dried up before time for you to go to work. Now, that's if you're a good mother keeping your house up. Yeah, I ain't got my land there till 8 o'clock and you got to be to work 8.30. That won't help you. And you got four children in the house and you done let them got themselves ready for school. You see? Uh-uh. But you run a pretty tight good shift and your house runs good. So now you done went over and you helped this lady with the four children. And you tell her pay it forward. Well, she can't do all of that because she work a lot. Because she's trying to take care of the house. So what she does is she can't do all of that. So she buy two people a $10 gift card and tell them to treat yourself to lunch. Because I know you would never be able to take yourself out to lunch on this job. We don't, we don't, we not, we don't have it like that. You see? Everybody help somebody else. Well, I see your children struggling with homework. You have two children. I get up hours before you. So when your children leave, send them to my house. I'm going to help everybody, my children and your children, with the homework because I have time to do it. And then when the children leave, I'm going to send a baked chicken or something home with them for the family. See, we don't think this way. We we just only think about us. <laughs> God loves a cheerful giver. And it's not always money that we're giving. We don't always give money. We give service. We give about time of ourselves. And let me tell you, God will provide for you. I know I'll be jumping the phone, all the phones running and skipping and doing backflips and all of that. A lot of times I'm trying to keep up with emails. I'm trying to keep up with LinkedIn, Twitter, da 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 dot, dot, dot. But yet, God will give me time for this one person that needs to vent. They need to talk, or they need to know somebody's there for them. God will do that. 
And do would you believe this? Sometimes folk not saying that he is. But God has yet used me for them, for the world. Now they don't appreciate it. They can't see God in it now, because that's not where they are. But they like me to a certain degree. Now they're not gonna fool with me unless they need something. Y'all heard? Now, if they want something, they're going to call me and, you know, deal with me. But as long as they good, I'm not going to hear from them. Now, some folks feel like I'm their own personal prophetess. I don't know how you got there. Some folks feel like, well, let me call her and see if she got a word. If I had one for you, you wouldn't have to call me. I promise I'd be on it calling you. Because I'm so happy to obey him. Oh, yeah. And it's all right today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. And I've got a call to suspend her back today. I called her the other night, but evidently I waited too late because she had called me two days in a row. And I was so busy, you know, I didn't get to really have the time to really talk, talk. So I will call her today and uh, make sure we are in touch. Lewis is saying, baby. Yes, sir. I sang it, Brother Lewis. I got to look for my son. Call and beckon for me is the name of it. So, yeah. So I wanted to share that this morning, and uh, I pray we was blessed. You got to pray sometimes when the Lord is speaking here. And ask him here, Lord, I don't quite understand that, Sister Barbara, saying, Father, would you make that clear to me? Because everything is not for everybody. But the ones that is for, they know what I'm talking about. Please believe me. Please believe me. And they're not going to fight against what God said. They're not going to find out in what he said. But they're going to pray that when this come back around, Father, it won't find me in the same place. I moved on and you swept this area of my life clean because I can't do it. I need you. Hallelujah. And it's already all right this morning. In Jesus' name. Listen, let's go to one of these requests of the morning. And uh, when we come back, the studio will be open. And if anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one today. September the 13th, 2022. Press that number one and come in and share.
Spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's my prayer, is that we all be ready when God returns. Yeah, we got our business fixed. Yeah, we, 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 we got our garments on. We done been, you know, tailored to fit us. And we're waiting on him to come back to get us. So we pray that we all be ready when God come back for us. Hallelujah. Nobody's looking for shoes and uh, nothing else. We, we, we dressed and we're ready to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. want to say good morning to everyone. And uh, thank God for each and every caller, each and every listener. Thank God for those that come through the archives and the podcast this morning. Thank God for those that come through Facebook and listen in, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you come through, LinkedIn. God bless you today, Sister Sharon and uh, Slayton. God bless you. Thank God for you. And uh, thank God for you. Uh, each and every one, each and every one, and I'm just grateful unto that faithful few, Sister Dorothy Goodman, Sister Jerry, uh, Irene, Brother Louis, Sion, I know they're going to be here, Dorothy Goodman, they are going to be here, hallelujah, hallelujah, and so I thank God for you, give God glory, honor, and praise for you. And there are many more that tune in every morning. They may not call in, or they may call in, just sit back and, and take a listen. Yeah, because we got to get ready for the return. We don't know the day. We don't know the hour. Some people gone and he hadn't come back yet. So even if we leave to go take our rest, we want to be ready when we wake up. We want to sleep out in him. They told me saints don't die, they just sleep away. So we want to sleep away in Jesus. And when he called our name and we get up, we're ready to go. Hallelujah. Many of us, we want to come back to judge the world with him. Hallelujah. Because we've done what he required. We went places nobody else would go. We said things no one else would say. We did things nobody else would do. People call us crazy and all kind of things, but we know that this is God and what he spoke for us, and we are obedient unto him. Obedience is better than you paying your tithes and offerings, better than the sacrifice. You going to church in the rain, you going to church in the cold, it's better than that. Obedience, to do what God said in his word, is much better than anything else you can do. And one thing it marks for us, when we are an obedient people, God know it. And every time you turn around, he's going to bless you uncommonly, things you don't normally get. You don't go to the mailbox every day and there's an unexpected check. You don't go to the job and all of a sudden the supervisor come to you and say, hey, Barbara, I didn't know you was doing all of this. I just found out. Thank you so much. Hey, Barbara, I got something for you. All of a sudden, you walk in the break room and everybody in there, people coming in there, and they got a cake with your name on it to celebrate you. Uncommon blessings. 
And when the enemy really come against you, all in your finances, boy, that enemy is acting a pure devil, acting a pure donkey, acting a pure fool. Just notice you're on the right track. He don't come against you unless he's trying to get you out of where you're at, you know, from obeying God. And when it's all said and done, after you've endured your trial, just two steps from you is the blessing, is the miracle, uncommon. Hallelujah. But we must be willing to go through our trials. Trials come to make us strong. Take your eye out of the world. Stop trying to be important. And let God be the most important thing in your life. Let him be important to your, your relatives and your friends and your co-workers and, and your family. Let God be the most important thing. Be known for him. See, we want I, I, I don't want to be known for no book. I, I don't want to be known for 10 easy salads or I am scared or cooking with barber ghetto. I don't want to be really known for that. I want to be known for being a giver from God. The messenger of God, the woman that stood, no matter what, she stood for God. When everybody else was looking at the world and trying to encourage her, but they say this, but they say that, they said this on the news. Now, she's standing on his word, the sure foundation. The news was failure. they liars. God don't lie, neither does his word. His word is going to do what he set out for it to do. I don't care when it is. He already had a purpose in mind when he inspired man to write his word. We just got to get real with him. I'm telling us the truth today because he's coming back here. Either that or we're going to sleep out of here. And when we wake up, we want to be ready for his return. Yeah, and we're praying for our brothers and sisters everywhere, all over the world. And we're working so we'll be able to give. And because we give, God going to return it back to us with interest on it. You give a hundred dollars, he gonna give you five hundred. I'm just telling you how he does. I give a thousand, he give me fifteen thousand. And many days I don't know that's how it's going to go. I don't know because I brought you some food. Every time I turn up they don't went up on the uh healthy food card. Anybody get that other than me? They done went up on the healthy food cart because I gave some of the food away. I cooked and took somebody a plate of food. I I, I cooked and took somebody a meal. The saints, we looking out for one another. You got people you know got handicaps. You got people you know they sick. You got in your area, in your area, they don't feel like driving or they can't drive, but you can. You pick them up and take them wherever they need to go. No money. And I can tell people that I've been around people who they had to pay for everything because I, 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 I can't ask you to do that because I don't have gas money. Girl, I don't put no gas in my truck. Man, I don't put no gas in my truck. God does it. He know what I got to do for the week. He know I need to come and get you and take you out. He know I need to take you to the store or to pay a bill or whatever you need to do. Money don't cross my mind like that. What crossed my mind is how blessed you're about to be to get done 
what you need to get done, but we don't look out for one another. Go to the church. What church you going to ask for some help? You can't be a believer from another church and go to this church because your church don't have it, so you went to the next church. up. Now, they're not having that. They got to thin and prove you. And people ask me that all the time. Well, you know these people? Well, if I didn't know them, what difference does it make? If the money don't belong to me, it belongs to God. You gave it to me, I'm giving it to them. When you gave it to me, I tied off of it, and then I gave it on over to them. And he's not going to send them my way unless I got what they need. Them them, them that coming to trick me and all, uh-uh. And even if they came and tricked me, he's going to pay, oh, my goodness, you don't understand. You don't understand. But it's all right today. In Jesus Christ's name, hallelujah, the son of the true and living God, hallelujah, the God that have all power, there's no higher power. I lost two pounds, can somebody tell the Lord, thank you for the two coming out, pray for me, I'm working on it. I did have a cupcake yesterday, I got to be honest, I couldn't help myself. I baked them for the gate service station, I just had a couple of left over and I just had to put my little chocolate on it and taste it. It was tasty. But I done got away from all the candy bars and uh just just all the baked desserts. I'm telling I talk about it because it encourages it encourages me to stay away from the sugar. I drank some ginger uh turmeric, I think they call it a turmeric, and some peach tea. And I didn't, I didn't put the, uh, wait a minute, I'm finna dial you in right now. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I didn't put uh, honey in it like I usually would. Well, can I dial it in from over here? Okay, wait a minute, yeah. Yeah, I usually put sugar in it. I put a little honey in it this time. And that was better than the sugar. So I'm working on some things. And, uh to get the weight off. And I can't wait until I get it all off and then run over there to the doctor's office. Yeah, to show him all that fussing and carrying on. I've been working on this. It was a slow process. But next year, I want to show you in 2022 that I got. Yeah. And it's already all right in Jesus' name. I'm waiting on her to pick up the phone. I have to dial her in. And so, okay, there we go. You in there. You are in there. I'm going to close your mic. Ah, uh, yeah. But listen, let's go. Yeah. Oh, ginger's good for your stomach. Thank you, Brother Lou. I'm going to hit it today. I, got a, I bought me a nice size bag of the organic ginger. Yeah, I have to peel it. And they told me uh, you can make the ginger tea when you put heat to it. It's better. But I heat it up uh, with a bag of the peach and turmeric tea, and I put the ginger in the bottom of the cup and heat it up, putting a little honey sip. Oh, yeah. I made me a container of it that I just pour me some in a glass, and I can sip it all day if I want to. But I can't put too much honey. Yeah, because when I put too much honey, it is so good, I'll drink 10 glasses. But now it's not real healthy for me too much sweet. Yeah. 
but it's all right today. All right, I'm going to this request, and when we come back, the studio is still open if anyone has something they would like to say. on the building a long, long time ago. I turned around in a world of sin. I didn't work on the building anymore. I was lost in the heart of the wilderness. I was standing at the crossing of the road. I heard a voice speak soft and low, telling me which way to go. And he said, it's time to go back home, child. It's time to go back home. Been wandering in the wilderness much too long. It's time to go back home. I wandered here, I wandered there. Months and years had passed. I had plenty of friends all the time. The life I lived was bad. When trouble came around me, all of my friends were gone. But I heard the same voice speaking in my ears. Telling me to go back home He said it's time to go back home Child, it's time to go back home You've been wandering in the wilderness much too long It's time to go back home I finally did what the voice said I turned and took my place Working back, singing in the choir God's amazing grace I know Jesus, he loves me so, and this is how I know, that same voice speaking to me, telling me the way to go, he said it's time to go back home, child, it's time to go back home, you've been wandering in the wilderness much too long, it's time to go back home. more than what pleases him. 
So it's time for us to come back home. Some some of us were singing in the choir. We stopped singing in the choir. And some of us were serving on the ush. We stopped all of that. Some of us was going out and doing a little volunteer, doing a little this and a little that. We, we just completely stopped. But it's time to come back to the work that God called you for and chose you for. And sometimes we don't know that. We just feel it real strong to do this and to do that. And I tell you, with so much going on, yeah, to change the word. I mean, the world, we need to be on corners holding up signs, you know. It don't necessarily have to say Jesus is coming back. But if we hold up a sign that says God so loved the world that, you know, he gave his only begotten son. Or just hold up a sign that says God is love, give him a chance. God is love, give him a try. I like to say God is love, give him a try, and have patience. But you got to have patience. This is what I know. I know a person of Bible study life. A person of prayer life, patience, praise, and worship, and giving. Those six things, I know it would bless you. I don't care what nobody said. I know it would bless you. I see people done got so, what they call in themselves, godly educated now. They done went to seminary school. They done did this and they done did that. And they think they own their way. But I'm back to this one thing. There's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. I don't care where I went, what I got, when I got it. I have to let God be God, the God of my life. I have to allow the spirit of God to lead and guide me. Some things I want to do, I can't. I just have to sit there. There are two places I want to go. I haven't been able to go yet. But when he says I can go, I'm going. And I believe next month I'm going to be able to go. Yeah. I have a, a, a friend that's coming, and uh, he'll go everywhere with me. And I'm going to these two places that I want to go. One of them is for this little walk in Green Cove Springs on the river. And he'll probably just sit, and I'll do the walking around and see what I want to see and snap the pictures I want to snap. Then there's a place past Green Cove. And once you go across this long bridge, people fishing. Oh, they just fishing. Bunch of people got their poles and they rod and reel in the water and they sitting and they laugh. I want to just go down there. I may not sit and fish, but I want to go over there and just see what's going on. That just come to me. Somebody's going to be blessed. Yeah. And so when my friend come to town, uh, he'll go with me. Uh-huh, and I'm able to go in peace. Because I, I don't do too much running around by myself no more like I used to. I used to run them streets. I drive to Birmingham right now by myself and, and never gave it a second thought. Run all up through Atlanta, never give it a second thought. But wisdom comes with age. Age should bring, <laughs> should bring wisdom. You hear me? Yeah. Because the scripture still comes, yea, though I walk through the battles of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Yeah, he'll prepare tables before me in the presence of mine enemies. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But when he speaks, you got to use wisdom. 
Yeah, don't do it. Don't you do it. Because he told you not to do it. Now, how you want him to be with you? And he's told you in the beginning, don't do that. Wait a minute. Because <laughs> they, they taught me this. Three answers, yes, no, and wait. But in this case, he said, yes, but wait. So the answer is not no. I just have to have patience. And that's what we all need to work on is patience. Yeah. And and sometimes he will allow me to know, let's say on the 25th, something great is coming for me, something really good. Boy, on the 25th, I keep thinking about it. I keep I have to keep my mind off. I know it's coming. It, it won't get here until the 25th. So I have to wait. And so I worked on it and worked on it. Now I got a little bit. I'm not all the way there now. But I got a little bit of letting it go. It's coming. So I knew this a while back. In the first part of the month, I knew it. So now when I look, I, only have, I had some days. A couple of weeks or so. Now I only have a few days to wait, and the blessing is here. Isn't that amazing? I, I wasn't really doing my Spanish lessons, homework. Like, <laughs> forgive me for laughing. Just bad Barbara. Like I was supposed to. Now I'm doing a, a little bit of the Spanish homework. Yeah, found some wonderful things that helped me. Yeah. Because I desire for more Spanish-speaking people to come with us, and a lot would, but they don't really speak English like that to know all of what we know here. So if I could speak Spanish, they call in, I could help them to understand better, you see, because I speak the language. And nothing is wrong with that, because you have more Spanish-speaking people here, everywhere. In Green Coast Springs, Florida, uh, uh, Rose Brown, they have a lot of Spanish-speaking people down there. So when I rolled through Green Cove, oh, I knew it was 9 o'clock. When I rolled through Green Cove and I see them, I can ask them where the good, authentic Mexican restaurant is at. All that kind of thing. Because I speak the language now. Yeah. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing to do. Just that. Y'all forgive me. It's going to rain every morning after 9 or 9. Yeah. And I do the same thing all the time. Just hang it up and they're going to call back tomorrow. Yeah. But anyway, um, and that's telemarketing. They do all of that. But anyway, I thank God for at the age of 65, I still can learn. I'm not too old to learn. And then I put it on my schedule to start back taking my piano lessons, my keyboard lessons. I put that on there too. Because if I master these two things enough, I may not be perfect, but if I master them enough, then I can move on to my flying lessons. I can learn to fly a plane. Yeah. Green Cove, not Glen Cove, but G-R-E-E-N. Cove, C-O-V-E. I'm going, don't worry about Louis. In a minute, I'll be back at the dentist on the 19th. Yeah, and he hooking me up. And my words would be better because I know it sounds like I have a list now. 
but I don't. I just got to, you know, finish up the dinner work. Yeah, it's on the river. Uh-huh. It's on the river, Brother Lewis, and that's where I want to go. I, I've, I've written about it many times going to Orlando. We're going into St. Augustine so that I can catch 95 South on up the I-4 going into Orlando. And I rolled by there and I see the people fishing and this and that. And then on that Green Cove walk, uh, back there by the old theater, I just want to walk around back. It is beautiful back then. Just snap me a couple of good pictures. Yeah, put them on the website, you know, put them on the marquee to promote the show and that kind of thing. So, yeah, Green Cove have some beautiful areas, and it is right on the river. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, I might ride down there today just to look. My friend Gloria Sullivan from uh, Tallahassee come through. And she was like, well, where are all the churches down there at? I said, I don't know. Let's ride. So we went riding down there, and we found one church. But we didn't know if we had turned by that one church and went across the railroad tracks, we would have found many more churches back there. So my spiritual son, Antonio Thomas, he connected to a church back there that's connected to another church in Jacksonville. So um, we I found all the churches, and Gloria got sick, so she hadn't been back. But when she come back, I'll be able to take her down there and show her all the different churches. Yeah. In Green Cove Springs. Because I'm between Green Cove and Orange Park. Yeah. That's Rose Brown stumping ground over there. Orange Park, Floyd Circle. Yes, ma'am. I used to say, well, what's going on over there at Orange Park, Rose Brown? I called it my wicked, wicked, wicked. So not much, Barbara, she tell me this and that, Barbara. Barbara, pray for this and that, yeah. Pray for the preacher, Barbara. Yeah, that kind of thing. We've known each other forever in two days. <laughs> so I just thank God. I just thank God this morning, and I know, you know, good morning, Pastor David. God bless you this morning, praying for you and praying for your family. God bless you this morning. Yeah. So I, um, you know, run through different places every now and then. Now, I hadn't been to Jacksonville that often. Uh, I went and did a little, went to the meat store, you know, to get fresh organic meat. But, you know, running through there like I used to, I don't even go by Hilltop like I used to. It's been a long time since I carried those children over there, anything. But I was thinking about them this week, and I just got to see how the Lord moves. And I I just need to make a bunch of brownies and take over to them or make a bunch of cookies and just give cookies out, you know, in bags. Because they like all that kind of stuff. If I can get a couple of boxes of bananas, I might just give bananas and cookies out over there or something, you know. And they put me outside the gate. If I couldn't come in and serve in the project like that in low government housing, ah, stay outside the gate with it. So. You know, the kids coming from school, they just run up to the truck. Some of them know me, and I'm sure there's quite a few new ones over there. That the old ones will tell, oh, that's Miss Mack. Go ahead. She she, she baked real good. She used to be our candy lady, <laughs> that kind of thing. I'm grateful to the Lord for every door he opened to me. I thank him for working with really, really below-poverty people. I thank him for working with poor people middle class, rich people, everybody, church folks. And y'all know them church folks are something serious. 
Them church-going people, I, I mean, they're not really going for God. They're going for themselves to feel better. Oh, y'all don't know. And some people tell me, Barbara, what about the Baptists? I don't have nothing to say. Because I know some Baptist people trying to live right. They're like, Barbara, you got to be careful with them Baptist people now. They, they religious and they, they'll judge you right now. Well, I, I, they got to do what they got to do. Yeah. And uh, I, I get along with them, and I love them, and I'm good with them. The Methodist, AME, CME, I don't have no problem with these people. Uh, the Church of God in Christ, y'all know I love all that carrying on. Yeah, the Pentecostal folks, I love all that. I, I, I don't have no problem. Jehovah Witnesses, I don't got no problem. You're not coming in my house with them books and things, but I don't have no problem with you, and if we can... Meet at the front door and I'll give you a vegetable hot dog. Hey, we ain't got no problem. Yeah. We good to go. And uh, I thank God for it. And I'm blessed this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I love that St. John River too, Brother Louis. I don't eat the fish out of there, but I do enjoy it. And see me being on the island, I'm surrounded, you know, by St. John. Yeah, I'm on the water. Yeah, then you're going on over to Middleburg. You got water over there, too. I'm surrounded. Yeah. And I love it. Shantae don't particularly care for the water, but I certainly do. <laughs> yeah. It cloud up the rain. Oh, we might need to leave. We, we don't need to go nowhere. It's not going to be that kind of hurricane. It's not going to be that kind of tornado. And if it is, God going to sustain us. We are going to be all right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, I have one more request, and uh, I want to get this one in today. And uh, when we come back, the studio still open. If anyone has something they would like to say, press the number one and come in. Hallelujah. <laughs>
Oh, yeah, I like them boys. They're the lost, lost, the lost, lonely boys. I like the guitars. I'm sorry. I just like the guitar music. And I think they did a wonderful job with that one. And I'm grateful. Unto Almighty God, I was able to hear thanks to Brother Louis. Thanks to Brother Louis. God bless you, Louis. God bless you. So we're moving right along. And if no one have anything to say, we will get out again early today. And uh, we pray that the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, tomorrow is Wednesday. Right? Right. So we will have a live guest uh, coming tomorrow. I think her name is Carol Spain. And uh, she's the author uh, of a book. And, uh, yeah, her name is Carol Spain. And she's the author of the book, Finding Purpose Through My Pain. Finding Purpose Through My Pain. She said when she was 11 years old, uh, I think she was nine, she was molested. And she asked God to kill her at 11. And when she turned 25, she told her mom about it. And when she turned 47, she told her dad about it. Uh, After she went to celebrate recovery, she said, I found my purpose through my son going to prison. Only God can. So she sent me some pictures, and uh, she have a business that's called, I think it's Anatomy, uh, Anatomy American, America, Inc. And I think she's selling health food products, you know, or what they consider healthy products. I, I take some stuff, but I, I'm taking natural stuff, ginger, uh, turmeric, garlic, you know, at the at the organic, what it is, farmer's market, stuff like that. All the stuff in the little bottles, that I, I don't know. That, that elderberry, I, I vouch by that, Louis. Zinc, I vouch for it. Anything Louis recommend, I can pretty well much vouch for it because I've tried it and it does work. Yeah, I'm working on that black seed oil right now. I got to get it. Yeah. And these things are a little bit expensive, but they are worth it. They are worth it. You're going to feel so much better. Yeah. So we thank God. All right. Let's pray out. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for your word today. Your word is a lamp unto our feet. Father, it's a light unto our path. Sanctify us through thy truth today, for your word is true. Lead and guide us in the right path today for your name's sake. And Father, if we'll follow you, because your name is on it, you're taking us into good places. Again this morning, bless your people with uncommon blessings. Lord, send our uncommon favor. And those that are givers, God, those that plant seed, those that support, I ask today that, God, you would give uncommon favor in the name of Jesus. This day, this day, Tuesday, September the 13th, Father, 2022, we know that you're able and we believe in you to do it for us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Those that are sick, we ask that you would heal this morning. Lord, as we're going out, departing the day, send your healing power. Oh, that it will even drag whatever shouldn't be in your people out. 
in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray for Pastor David, and we pray for his family, pray for his mother this morning. Father, we asking that you would move in a mighty way. Nobody but you, Lord. You know what put her together. You made her for your pleasure. You made his family for your pleasure. Father, do it for them. Strengthen him in this hour of need. God, you know what he's going through. Move by your spirit form in a mighty way in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you this morning. Remember Sister Paula and her family, God, her and her children and their family, God. I ask this morning that you would strengthen them in their hour of bereavement. Have mercy today and strengthen Paula in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise. And Father, we ask it all in Jesus' name. Bless our going out and our coming in today. Again, in Jesus' name, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, September 13, 2022, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. Have a blessed day. We're going to the last song of the morning. God bless you. God bless you today.
wait a minute, Louis. Wait a minute, Louis. I'm coming. I'm coming over there, Louis. <laughs> yeah, it did have the timing wrong, but we got plenty of water yesterday. Plenty of water rumbling all of that. But it may be coming your way today because you, what, Central Florida too, over from Central Florida? So it may be. But all right, Brother Louis, God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And I tell Sherry, I said hello, and God bless her as well. All right, I'm gone for the morning. Keep your sword in.